Hey guys, this is T, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix with Gar and Josh. Enjoy the show, and remember, stonks do go up. Unless you're T. Unless you're Elon Musk. Alright, it is Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. It is 8pm sharp, Josh. Tis the fucking season. Christmas is right around the corner. And I hope you're on the nice list, little buddy. Uh, but hello everybody and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Uh, folks we do have a folk out there now we got caramel bear who doesn't listen to the podcast anymore but he's been texting me all night so he's pretending to be available but i appreciate you caramel bear for the five minutes you're going to be here if that um we got the discord caramel bear can chat in there if he wants although i tried to call him out on saturday when the vikings absolutely stopped the colts but he didn't have anything to say in the discord there uh segment start times will down will be down in the description below and thank you Speaking of Mr. Carmel Bear, thank you at Levi Oki Illustration for all the beautiful art uh, people can see. You got, you know, when you're in the Discord here, you see mine, Josh's faces that Carmel drew. And then when you're looking at your Spotify or your YouTube or whatever, Carmel Bear is responsible for all the visuals. Every single visual you see, Carmel Bear is responsible. So make sure um, make sure to hit him up if you ever need anything drawn. Josh, how we durin', pal? Durin. How are you, Gar? You know what? I'm doing all right. Like I said, I'm excited. I, 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 it feels weird. Like I understand Thanksgiving was already a couple weeks ago, but it doesn't. It feels like Christmas should be a month from now. It doesn't feel like Christmas is within a week. Yeah, I, I hear you there. Um, what have you been up to? Have you gotten all your Christmas shopping done? Have you? Uh, oh, you know, I haven't. I haven't decked started the halls. I've decked no halls. I have no Christmas spirit. I live alone. Uh, that's just more shit I'd have to take down. No, no halls have been decked. Okay, we have a Christmas tree with one ornament on it because that's how far along we had gotten with our decorations. We've still got time. We've we're just prepping for twenty twenty three. Um, are you are you a World yeah. Cup guy? Walters dropped in the chat. Uh, go or not, Walters? Excuse me, Carmel Bear. I was reading the things in reverse. Carmel Bear said, "Go Argentina." Although he's from Mexico, so he's currently being a traitor. But um, how do you feel about the football? Uh, Argentina versus France. You a big World Cup guy? A huge World Cup guy. Um, not the soccer kind, just, you know, if there's a cup that could fill the world, I'll take it. Um, no, I hate soccer. Um, you didn't even see, like, some highlights? Nothing, like, crept into your feed, like, on Facebook or on Reddit? You didn't even see, like, some of the cool highlights, dude, ending in a shootout? They they tried to force it upon me uh, during the pregame on um, Sunday on one of the channels. I believe yeah. it was Fox. Yeah. Had it going all the way up to the last minute. Um, That's the game so still just, going. Yeah, that was real. That was real. Well, life. yeah. And, well, I mean, yeah, but they forced it upon me, so I just turned the TV off and waited. <laughs> In protest, you're like, "Fuck this! I'm not watching soccer." Yeah, it just didn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, mm, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure that I watched somebody trip and ask for a card during the handshake at the end. <laughs> um, Red flag that fucker! Give me the trophy, dude. Yeah, but but the NFL is getting just as bad, it seems, with some of the flops and the begging that's going on. And I know it's been going on for a while, but for some reason this year, it's just been a little bit more prominent in my eyes. And what are they begging um, for, Josh? Do they deserve it? Uh, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. I'm talking more about, I've seen, you know how there's some scrums in there and the... 
and like there's you know there's some pushing and shoving i've seen a few guys whose momentum after a a, a tap goes in the a different direction and is far more forcible than it should be unless ant-man's out there pushing people around um i just think a lot of flopping going on but uh <laughs> i do see that mick is in the chat i want to point out that the bengals have been a hundred percent of uh the people that i've seen do that because they're a bunch of scrubs and bums oh whoa 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 we do not need to sit here and attack Mika. Mika's nice enough to sit here and listen to our podcast live, and you're just going to you know, ruin that whole man's day? I don't think that's very nice. And he's not going to put anything what? in the chat. He's going to message me on Facebook about it. Like, come on, Josh. That's not very nice. Well, I mean, you know, maybe he should have a talk with Joe Mixon and have Joe Mixon put up 50 points so I don't lose a T in the Dynasty League. God damn it! Is that how you feel on the inside? And the outside, but yeah. Uh, should we move on to the Gars Grinder? I have a feeling that the Gars Grinder and the Rant and Rave are going to be a little bit longer than usual this week. Uh, no, Gars Grinder won't be too long, actually, uh, because I don't. I didn't even look up his game stats. It doesn't matter. I just want to reiterate, I know I've said it on the pod multiple times, and you and I have had, I don't want to call them lively discussions, because, um, you know, we've had more lively discussions than this, but like when it comes to paying running backs and this and that, I definitely know that it's 30 degrees that I'm in the pool. Josh can't ruin my day. <laughs> Love that. Anyways. Um, you know, we've talked about paying running backs. That's only one degree of freezing. What are you crazy? <laughs> that's, that's obviously in Celsius. Um, uh, but yeah, so anyways, I keep getting sidetracked now. Thank you. Um, but no, so Dalvin Cook is a difference maker, and I know when Dalvin Cook got his contract, you were pooping on it, and then when Aaron Jones got a very similar contract, like, I actually think it's a very good deal. So you're talking up both sides of your map. But Dalvin Cook is a difference maker. Dalvin Cook is an X factor, okay? He's not the only X factor we have, but Dalvin Cook can break plays. We saw it in the Buffalo game. We saw it on Saturday. Two minutes to go, 64-yard screen pass to the Haas. Dalvin Cook is a difference maker and that's why you pay people like him alexander madison could never do what dalvin cook has done for us multiple times this year dalvin cook has changed the game and so i want to recognize him as gar's grinder of course the momentum was already going in our favor that's not to say we couldn't have scored without him but dalvin cook without a without a shatter of a doubt he has made differences for us this year and we probably have more wins because of dalvin cook and his ability to break plays um you know at a, at a moment's notice so i just want to say dalvin cook you've been a gar's grinder all year and you deserve more respect and i'm fine with you the i'm fine with you having the contract you have because of your playmaking ability because of how far and above you are the next average running back so that's all i wanted to say it's kind of a rant and rave also a gars grinder but dalvin cook this week's gars grinder because of what he did on saturday that doesn't exist all right at least to carmel bear I mean, maybe he's talking about Jeff Saturday. Maybe Jeff Saturday doesn't exist anymore. I heard I heard uh, someone filed a petition to strip his name from him after that performance. He can be Jeff uh, Jeff Monday or something. Yeah, because nobody likes Mondays. All right, Josh. Um, yeah, I mean, a good grinder. Yeah, he had that one break-off play um, on that screen pass, I believe. Uh, but uh, going into your rant and rave... Um, I mean, I just feel like the writing was on the wall starting week one with his performance. So I'll let you go into your rant. I mean, it's Unless just... you're going to rave about him. Oh, Jonathan Taylor, what are you doing? Like, I, you had... 
So you got hurt early, okay? I get it. It's not your fault. You know, things get banged up. Your team absolutely fucking stinks. Frank Wright gets fired. Matt Ryan doesn't live up to the hype. Um, Sam Ellinger does not live up to the hype. Nick Foles fucking stinks, okay? Jonathan Taylor was put in a bad position all year. Why that team crumbled, I don't fully understand. Someone lost the locker room along the way. Okay, it happens, okay? But then you come back, okay? Jeff Saturday comes in. Jonathan Taylor's like, you know what? I'm healthy all of a sudden. Let me go pop off 20, 25 points, whatever the fuck it was, for a week or two. And then I'm like, okay. Okay, okay, all right, you're back, Jonathan Taylor. I appreciate what was going on earlier. You're going to lead me back to the promised land. You've disapp- I've taken you first overall in a couple leagues. I, I kept you in a keeper league. Uh, oh, I mean, no. I, I have you in the dynasty league. And then what ha- What the fuck happens, Josh? I'm playing Al, who lost his starting fucking quarterback in the dynasty league. He, he, I lost to Taylor Heineke because Jonathan Taylor puts up 1.3 points, okay? I lost to Taylor Heineke. I lost to Al. The one playoff game I thought I was going to win last week, I fucking lost to fucking Al. What the fuck, Jonathan Taylor? Why? Yeah, I mean, I haven't gone through and looked at the uh, the mathematicians, but uh, if uh, if Al didn't go up against four players in week uh, 14 and somebody else made it, I don't think you would have. Would you have won? No, because you had the lowest scores of the playoff games I played. Never mind. You're a loser. Um, I'm a loser too, though, so I can't really talk. Yeah, I kind of have the same feeling about David Montgomery. Like, seriously? Guys put up 20 points once the entire season, and then the first week of the playoffs, he decides to put up, what, 25 against me? And then just, or 21, and then Jalen Hurts doesn't know how to throw the ball into the end zone, so he decides to run. Turns out, you know, good on you, Jalen Hurts owners. Maybe you get him for one week in the playoffs before his shoulder exploded, so... You know, we don't cheer for injuries here, but now you're going to have to, what, trot out one of the guys on the waiver wire, Desmond Ritter or um, Mitch Trubitsky, if he's still available. I don't know. But uh, God, screw damn you. It. Um, screw you, Jalen Hurts. I thought I had a chance to beat uh, Foster in the Deflate These Balls League. Um, but then Jalen Hurts, David Montgomery. Um, I knew Justin Jefferson was going to get his. Uh, but then those two guys alone basically just said, you know what, Josh? Sit on this cactus and sit and then spin. And that's essentially <laughs> what happened. Um, Put you on the old spin was, cycle, huh? The spine spin. Yep. And then Devonta Adams didn't show up. He's too busy making not, nacho fry commercials with the Taco Bell in his house. So blind as you think he's Derek Carr out there throwing the ball. It's just trash. I hate football, and I'm only excited for one league that I'm going to be not excited for seven days from now when I'm doing the same exact rant, same exact rave, non-rave, because my team loses, because I stink at this game, and I entered the playoffs with five teams, and I'm going into the second week with only one. Well, 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 Josh, we talk about ranting. Let's rave for a bit. And this doesn't have anything to do. You didn't lose to me. But one of the leagues I was not very optimistic in was my uh, my old men's league, the Flea Flicker on Flea Flicker. It's the Jerome Bettis League. I decided, you know what? I don't have much to lose. Let's go ahead and let's start Kirk Cousins over Tom Brady just to see what will happen. I'm going to lose to Josh Allen anyways. And this is a league, again, I've said it many times, but this is a league where you get, where you get um, one point point for every 10 passing yards and six points for touchdowns so qbs are a big fucking deal in this league josh allen puts up 63 points when they played their saturday night game but you know what you know what the new nightmare did on saturday at noon josh 72 fantasy points 460 yards four touchdowns kirk 
cousins the noon nightmare helps me um, leads me to a victory narrowly over uncle brian 126 to 124 absolutely get fucked on the shoulders of kirk cousins and his cole's cash dude Woo! all right i wanted to get a raven there since i ranted as well gotta have some positivity with the negativity you know is he a new nightmare? Because it was probably closer to 130 when you actually started to learn how to play the foosball. Well, you see, Josh, that's a discussion I'm willing to have with you as well. Are we hacking the game if we have an entire half that's garbage time? I have Apparently, no idea. Kirk's only that... good in garbage time, but you know, if there's an entire half of football, that's garbage time. See, that's where I thought that this podcast might go a little bit longer in these sections because I wanted to get your honest opinion. Are you, I mean, that victory, I will give you props, the Vikings props. That was an amazing comeback. They deserve props. The Colts actually, they, they imploded. I'm well, pretty a, sure that 11 of the guys out there. But a good never goes down by 33. No, no. Well, I mean, it, they don't usually. Um, but I'm just sitting here wondering, like, why the hell couldn't they do that in the first half, Gar? What's going on? Does your coach just go out there and not give them fruit snacks until halftime, and that's what they need to power up? I mean, wouldn't you power up with some fruit snacks? Yeah, everybody knows you power up with fruit snacks, but why is your coach waiting until halftime to give it to him? Uh, well, you know, he didn't want them to get tired. They didn't want them to get stuck in their teeth, and then they'd be sitting there all game with it, you know? They just, just wanted another half, you know? But no, all I right. mean... Well, to, to, no, I'm just honest. I want your honest opinion, because, yeah, you gave me the mocking. Good teams don't go down by 33. Uh, but, you know, the Colts only got 140 yards in total offense, I think. So it's not like you were playing a very good team to begin with. It just, you know, you guys were stuck in mud that first half. I don't know, Josh. What you what you to use your own words against you, which is one of my favorite things to do. What you said earlier this year when you were defending the Vikings, I forget in what the exact context was. We were like, you know what? I think good teams find a way to win games, and so we won the game, and that's all that matters. And I don't know what happened, but I mean, if they can put up thirty points in one half, we can put up thirty points in the other half. So obviously, it's not great to see. I thought we were going to have another Dallas situation, but um, you know, I've 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 been lukewarm on the Vikings all year. It's I don't think it's. I don't think it's um, out of question for me to say, obviously, it didn't look good. And so my opinion didn't change at all. It's nice to see that we could rattle off 33 points um, or 36 or 39 unanswered, whatever it ended up, not 39 unanswered, but whatever we ended up scoring in a row there to catch up. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's good to see, but, um, you know, it's, uh, it's it's questionable that they got into that position in the first place. So, I mean, they've been, their brand of football has been pretty unsustainable most of the year. It's, you know, it's always good to get the win, but, um, yeah, I don't know. This team, this team is leaky on defense, and I think if the Colts would have just taken a knee every position in the second half when they were up by 33, I think they would have won the game that way. So, you know, you, you can blame the Colts for sure for letting us stay in it, but at the same time, we, we, we took advantage of pretty much every opportunity, so I don't know. We won the game. Do I think we're going to win the Super Bowl after a game like that? Nope, my opinion is still the exact same as it was the week before, but all we have to do is get into the dance, which we've clinched our division, so all you need to do is get into the dance and get lucky a couple times, and you could win it all, so we'll see what happens. I don't think we're going to, but anything's possible at this point. All right, that's all I was asking was your opinion. You didn't need to throw my words back at me because good teams do find a way to win. And I already said before I asked you the question, it was an amazing win. So I was just asking your opinion. Yeah, but what about Dallas? How come you're always shitting on Dallas? They have a lot of wins. Are they not a good team if they're finding a way to win games? Did they find a win, way to win this past week? What do they have, like 10 wins right now, Josh? What are we talking about? I don't know. They're frauds. 
I see. I just. Uh, I see. But they've they've won a lot of games. So I just. I'm trying to understand where your logic is different there. Well, it's circumstantial. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't have to have this. I don't have to have a blanket reason for all teams when they win and lose. Arizona uh, Cardinals last year started seven and zero. I thought they were frauds at that point. Why? Because Green Bay went in there with backup everything and decided to come out with a win because AJ Green doesn't know how to turn left. Got the Zoolander effect, but uh, <laughs> but no, I mean there there are teams that you know they rattle off a lot of wins. They're good teams, they're solid teams, and and that's that. There are teams that get a lot of wins, a la you know Matt Lafleur's first year when they went thirteen and three, and and they aren't a good team. They're frauds. That was the Green Bay Packers. I'm I'm willing to admit when the Packers are frauds. All right. Want to move on to the weekly recap? I'd rather not. <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to end up being the fraud in this section or what? I mean, yeah, I already alluded to it, so I'll start with my grain of salt here. Uh, let's just say that um, if I were at a restaurant and the waiter brought me out to Brad, he'd say, nope, too much salt. So, I've had a little bit of a rough week. I did win in the redraft league, um, which was nice, I guess. It was kind of like the, you know, it was kind of like finding, um, you know, a marshmallow in just like Lucky Charms. You think you get no marshmallows and you find one in your bowl. It's like, oh, cool, I guess. Um, but deflate these balls, got annihilated. Victoria's Secret, I lost by four. Uh, butt Sweat Dynasty, lost by three on the last play of two games. Literally two games simultaneously, two points each for the players. Great. Uh, Hidden Oaks Dynasty, wasn't even close. I knew it was done the second uh, George Kittle put up 25, and then the second uh, Delvin Cook put up 25. I was like, well, okay, season's over. Good luck. Bye. Mm-hmm. How are you, Gar? How's, how's your salting? Uh, I'm actually, I mean, really, I mean, I haven't had a good year overall. I've admitted many, many times, but overall, I thought I was only going to win one of my four or one of my, th- one of my total four fancy matchups. I thought I was going to go one and three. And like I, already, I said earlier, the one matchup I thought I was going to win, I thought I was going to beat Allen deflate these balls league. That's the only matchup I lost. I beat uncle Brian. Like I already talked about. I won the temp, the champs branch out league. I squeaked it out against Glick. I won the BS league, BSB league. Get fucked. Yonkins. I'm going to lose to Mika this week, but you know, I, I, I won the first match matchup and i made it to the final three in brad's guillotine league which we didn't even touch on too much last week so you know i'm guaranteed 80 bucks out of the champs branch out league i'm guaranteed 40 bucks out of the out of brad's guillotine league so things are looking up a little bit um i might end up breaking even or maybe even coming a little bit of cash flow ahead this year so i've still got you know i'm in i'm in two championships coming up these next two weeks and then i've got you know i'm in the semifinals in two more leagues so if I can just split those, I think I'll be fine financially. Um, maybe maybe take a third and then a, you know a second even. I don't need to be greedy, but uh, my my week was much better than I thought it was going to be. Um, but I'm playing the, I'm playing a lot of first place teams this up next upcoming week, so I don't know that I'm going to go much further. But it's nice to get the wins that I did, and we'll hope uh, we'll hope we can just go ahead and get lucky again next week. And then we're talking money, man. We're talking money, money, money. Well, good on you. I'm glad. I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Um, yeah, no, I mean, like I said, I'm happy I won at, won at least one game because I believe on the Saturday morning show, I'd already, I already admitted defeat in five leagues. So That's tough. Um, yeah, I, I was like, this is just trash because I was looking at after the Thursday night games, I had like four points amongst two players because of my receivers just crapping out. and Yeah, so I knew it was going to be a rough go of it. Um, 
the the league that I thought I might get my second win in was the uh, butt sweat and beers, and I didn't des- I didn't think I'd be getting that close. So when it came down to the final two plays um, of those games, I, I was a little uh, butt hurt about it. But at the same time, I was like, I shouldn't have been in this position in the first place. Um, but it's whatever. Um, should we move on to the FanDuel top three, or do you have anything to add? No, I mean, I just I hope I get lucky in the playoffs again, but um, I don't think I will. Let's go hit us with the top three, Josh, and then I'll do the hoodlines after that. All right, top three fantasy points. We've got the running back, Jalen Hurts, 36.7. Patrick Mahomes, 32.7. Favre, and then Zay Jones, 31.9. Top three values, Zay Jones, 5.1 times value. Jarek McKinnon with 4.9, and then Russell Gage with 4.1. Top three totals, me, 132.34. Thank you. Uh, Shipman, 1999, 124.94. And then Jack Miff. At 118.62. The top three leaderboard is currently Nikita Mitchell, 21. 1301.2, who netted a positive 4.86 this past week. Jack Miff. Jack Miff at 1295.48 with a net of 11.38. So jumping up a little bit more than Nikita did. And then Garbanzo's Beanies uh, with 1287.18. He went down from second, but he didn't net a positive number. Uh, remember about Tilo and Lolo, week one on a different account, which is sus, uh, currently at 1283.62. Um, is that there with week one added? or? Yeah, correct. Yep. Okay. I was just curious about that because... Um, I was looking and I didn't see, I didn't see the account that was missing, but maybe it got deleted. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was, it was called Tilo and Lolo's in there now. Um, I have, there's a screenshot of it in discord, but um, it, was, it was a lot more prevalent last week when the third place person was Jack. And I think they had like 1285. So they were within two points, but I don't even think Lolo put in the lineup this last week, but just letting people know, you know, it, it's still out there. So. Yeah, I don't think it matters when I close out with back to back to back one sixty <laughs> plus weeks. I mean, I mean, you you could make it not matter for sure. You have that. Uh, you have that power. You don't. I? The maybe medical minute. Uh, we're just gonna go ahead and say that uh, three hundred pound people falling on your shoulders hurt. It's going an on. Ouchie. Yeah, going on. We're gonna go to a um, national favorite. Um, the Bloodlines. They're brought to us by none other than the Sky Boosters. Um, Sky Busters, sorry. Sky Boosters is the rival. Um, and so <laughs> with the Hoodlines, we always like to do a little bit of an upbeat intro. Gar, do you have an upbeat intro you'd like to provide for us? Or would you like me to provide that upbeat while you read the lines? Uh, Josh, I would love for you to give lines us... brought to us by Sky Busters. Pew, 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 pew. Tonight, just like Thomas said, little engines can do big things, Josh. Nikita stuns the three-time champ, emptying his wallet and gifting all the Coles cash to her leading man. After that, the Hood's Keef Chief rides with the Chief's Kingdom to a convincing victory. Arrowheads account for 60% of Bradley's 153 winning score. And after that, our lowest scoring playoff winner thanks the Christians for leaving the other cheek on the bench. This time, the giant prevails over David, and he has Lamb on his side. All that and more right now.
Josh, you won in the league. How do you feel, pal? Well, as you pointed out, uh, probably cackling to yourself as you typed it up, I was the lowest scoring playoff winner. Um, no, uh, I'm, I'm okay with it, obviously. You know, not too fond of seeing Justin Herbert with only 11. Uh, Devonta Adams with only six. Um, but, you know, when it, when it needed to get done, uh, CeeDee Lamb put up 20 and Ramondre Stevenson 25. Uh, they, they had enough to get, get me over that hump, so I was happy with that. Um, it, like, it wouldn't have, you know, would have won me, it would have, you know, I would have won all the other losers that played, um, would not have beat any of the winners. Um, <laughs> I would have won so the it's, other it's more... losers. That's my new favorite <laughs> sense of all time. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to soundbite that. I would have won the other losers. I hope I didn't speak too early after that, so it's a clean soundbite. That was fucking hilarious. Well, you know, I would have. And, and, <laughs> and so uh, we're, we're think, looking back at this, you know, my predictions, uh, not necessarily spot on. I predicted Hammer. I predicted Derek. And I predict, well, I did predict Brad, and that one was kind of the biggest blowout. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm okay with, like I said, I, I'm just happy that I can move on to the next week and not play Eric's. And I want to be very clear. I wasn't necessarily trying to shit on you a lot about how you were the low-scoring playoff winner. Um, it was a fact, but also it's like you, both you and Hammer. But I, you know, I was looking at it from Hammer's perspective because he was he was the one who lost. He, Hammer had a lot of points on the bench, and I know you had a lot of bench points too. But it's like, God damn. You know, just based on how you guys might have set your lineup differently, and of course, you know, if or you know, what is what is what does D Butt always say? If if we're fists, we'd always be drunk or whatever. So you know, there's there's always so many ifs, but like the, that matchup could have gone a lot of different ways based on who was plugged and played where. Um, you know, so it's just interesting to see how many bench points you both have, which is which is a credit to your guys' depth, of course. But at the same time, it's like, damn, there's a lot of points on you know your respective benches. Yeah, no, it's it. I, I didn't know. I didn't notice that. I thought that. So I knew that. Um, I know in a couple of my leagues, I played against people who had Zay Jones on their bench, and I was given you know size of relief. But then after I lost those matchups, I was like, I wish you would have played that guy. So then I would have just known right away. <laughs> yeah, just just rip the band aid, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and and so next week I believe my I know that Saturday we'll probably spend more time on it. But I play Bradley and Nikita plays Eric. Um, and, and I don't want to sound very pessimistic about the Mitchell's household chance, but Nikita is currently projected to lose by 40 or 30, uh, two, and I'm projected to lose by six. That is a bit rough, but, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of things can happen. The crazier things have happened. So we'll focus that, we'll focus on that a bit more on Saturday morning. And there's going to be a lot of Saturday football. So, you know, if your Christmas is going to be ruined, it'll be ruined on Christmas Eve, most likely, uh, depending on when your players play. But, um, we will talk about that more on Saturday, but big shout out to Nikita, big shout out to Josh, big shout out to Brad, and then Eric coming into the fold here after enjoying that nice buy that he earned. Um, good luck to everyone next week. And we'll talk about you more later. Um, Josh, so you're still alive in one, one playoff or you're still alive in one league as I had heard you allude to just a, a, a bit ago. Um, are, are you're probably not making any waiver wire moves at this point. There's no more bye weeks. Obviously we're, we're well past that and going into week 16 and this and that, but you know, maybe you got injured. Maybe, you know, maybe Jalen hurts goes down for you. Um, you know, or maybe you lost it, you know, maybe you lost JT like I did. Do you think Zach Moss is worthy of anything for the Colts? Do you think Gardner Minshew will be worth a start if Jalen 
Jalen Hurst doesn't go or you know KG Osborne we watched him really absolutely pop off this last week kind of each different position we're hitting there are any of those worth it for you in the playoffs or would you never start someone off the waivers like that would you start your you know reliables instead well um Gardner Minshew, I'd probably try it out there by himself um, if that were allowed in most of my leagues because that's a league winner. Uh, KJ Osborne has had a couple good weeks here back-to-back, I believe, but I'm not so sure on Zach Moss. So those, I mean, if you're absolutely desperate for people and you're in a deep league, Gardner Minshew might be a good play if he plays. Um, otherwise, KJ Osborne, um, if the same situation, if you're in a deep league or you are you have somebody like Tyler Lockett who's not going to play or I'm trying to think of another, there's a couple other wide receivers that I think got hurt this past weekend that won't be playing. Um, then, then you know, he might be a good plug-in uh, for that kind of wide receiver two flex spot. Um, as far as league winners go, I don't think any of those three are going to be a league winner. But uh, might, right now, I think that the, the biggest league winner um, is somebody that nobody would have thought of even like six weeks ago, and that's Jarek McKinnon. Like, holy oh, yeah. cow, back-to-back 32... Off back-to-back 30-plus weeks, and he's going up against the 31st-ranked defense Mm -hmm. uh, next week in Seattle. Um, Granted, championship week, it is the number one-ranked defense, I think, with Denver, one of the top defenses. But um, I would hate to play somebody who has Jarek McKinnon uh, this week um, who's going up against Seattle. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brad. So is Brad going to just ream you a new one? Are you going to need to call the welder or what? Well, I mean, yeah, because it's like okay, Jarek McKinnon. He does. He has what one rush touchdown and like four receiving touchdowns in that span. Something like three that. receiving. Yeah, three receiving. And it's like, well, okay, yeah, that's that's fine and all. No, his quarterback's the one throwing him the ball, so the receiving touchdowns get you know ten points. So um, you already alluded to him having you know all of the Chiefs, which he he does essentially. Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, McKinnon, Butker. Yeah, my only hope is that the Green Bay defense steps up um, and stops Jalen Waddle. They won't. Um, Jarek McKinnon's not going to get stopped. Elvin Kamara goes up against Cleveland. He's literally put up six points, um, which is a lie. Um, he's put up, you know, more than 10 points twice in the last six, seven weeks. Um, but, you know, he had a 42-point week uh, in week eight. So you know he's going to repeat that in week 16 because, you know, law of, law of eights. Guaranteed, so dude. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not looking to too positive uh brad's right now brad's team is a league winner that's that's how i'm viewing it all right well we'll see we'll see what happens a lot of crazy things have happened jesse made it to the final three in brad's guillotine league okay so let's just you know we'll talk about that i guess we won't talk about that in a second but we'll talk about who has left us um but before we do that josh we'll go ahead and we'll just say we appreciate everyone listening so much we've still got you know a couple weeks left here we've got the semis and then the championship so we'll still be going strong here but um happy holidays and this and that um we'll be back here saturday at 8 a.m right josh you have no conflict saturday i mean it's pretty early on christmas eve so even if you had anything going on, I'm sure it wouldn't be that early. But yeah, I should be. <laughs> that was a very hard commitment. I appreciate that. Um, but with that, Josh, um, we appreciate everyone who's li- who has listened. But um, you know, it's um, it can be very sad out there sometimes. And you know, I, I begged you, I pleaded with you to have us an obituary ready for this week, and. We've lost our last life in the guillotine league. The final three going to the championship, and I don't think the two losers technically get their head chopped off, right? Because we all finish at the same time. So we've lost our last soul, Josh. And with that, you know, I'll transition to you. And you know, I don't, I don't know if you want me to just start playing the music, or if you want to talk a little bit before I start playing the music. But just let me know because we're out of practice here. But why are we? Why are we sad today, Josh? 
Well, I just want to go ahead and point out that it's not a true guillotine league if you're allowing two people to live. Um, in which case, it's whatever. Um, but yes, I would like to start the music so people can get in the right mood. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. We'll play it for a little bit, then I'll tune it down. R.I.P. in peace, Jeremy Pribs Brabernauer, 9522-1219-2022. Loving husband, caring father, dead fantasy footballer. These are just a few things that our parental control settings will allow us to say in light of Jeremy's passing. In an act that we can only call kindness because of the aforementioned parental settings, the eldest son has decided to donate Jeremy's fantasy assets and knowledge to charity. After taking more time to think of a charity than Jeremy did to set his lineup this week, it's been decided that his fantasy assets would go to Dumb Stir Charities. Little is known about this charity, but it's probably safe to assume that they help public education students with cooking classes. Jeremy will be missed, but the world must keep spinning. In his final moments, Jeremy requested the lyrics for Work It by Missy Elliott to be read. I'm not going to read them, but I just wanted to let you know that he requested them. R.I.P. in peace. Jeremy. Pribbing an hour. Finn. Great googly moogly. Just man, why just man? Because I keep looking at the fantasy scores and going, I stink. Oh no! All right. Well, while you're stinking, can you go ahead and give me a good five to ten words so I can make sure you're loud or quiet enough, depending on how you're feeling this particular evening? Yeah, I can probably do that. Um, this is probably why I'm going to talk because talking. All right, nailed it. Thank you very much, Josh. You've been so cooperative. <laughs> 